Elevate Visual is a proud sponsor of the Nerd Podcast. Let Elevate Visual help you with your next videography project, including licensed drone services, real estate video tours, business promotional videos and advertisements, and much more. Give Brandon a call today at 320-491-4418. Diet Diet Miller? You won't crack a Diet Miller right <laughs> I now. I got man. one in the fridge you over there. One year I'll talk. I don't know if I want one. I had I'm a couple. Crack a dooski. How come you didn't stop at um, Eldon's Fresh Foods this morning and see Fonzie Gold and um, get us some donuts and no, a few? No, I, I had my uh I had my sugar intake for the week yesterday. I needed an insulin vial out on the golf course to keep me going. Oh grapes. Well, folks, I beat Fonzie Gold to Eldens yesterday, by the way. Yeah, you probably did. You did, Were the doors even open? Oh, yeah, I kicked them open. What time you get there? 6.15? 6. 6? What time they open? I don't know. They were open when I got there, and I got my shit, and I left. That's all I know. You had to be the only one in there. No, no. No, I was like the fourth one there. Boy. Yeah. I suppose people. We ain't all like you, Carl. We all sleep in every morning. <laughs> some, some people do have to work in the mornings. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, folks, here we go of uh, the Dirt Podcast, um, Season 2, Episode 21. Is that where we're at? 22, cripes. Double deuce. The double deuce? The um, 22, 22, 22, 22. Who's quick 22? Quick 22. Quick 22. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Who's number 22? Season 2, 22. That's three deuces. There is no three deuces out there, is there? No. South Dakota might have. They run three no, digits. No, South numbers. Dakota's got three everything. They run three digits out there. Yeah, and so does Vir- so does uh, West Virginia. There's a lot of three digit cars down there too, and them crate models. Right, right. Brandon Cops twenty two is he not? Yeah, he is our boy, our buddy up to the northeast. He's been on the show a couple times. Oh, yeah, he's on a he's kind of on the uh, he's on a hot streak right now too. He's on the hot list. He's rolling. He's well, he's rolling, rolling laminated Hoosier tires right off the yeah. beat. But uh, he's doing that. But uh, yeah, so. Um, that's Dan. I'm Jeff. We got Brian on production, and we are gonna get fired up here. With you just brought you you the, just uh, uh, started the opening topic, right there. What we're talking oh, delaminated so, Hoosiers. Okay, so we're going to Hoosier Tire right away. Yep. Delaminated with, Hoosiers. So I, I don't. I'm sure everybody's seen it because they're all over Facebook. But well, and you know, did you read the post about Superior? I did not. Why they were delam- delaminating up and so up, someone up made someone made an excuse for Hoosier Tire. Well, no, but it's one hundred percent. All the drivers are saying it. So not enough moisture. No, they took the Harley rake out during intermission, didn't water enough after. It was like razor blades, you know that. Yep, that'll do it. That red clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that had something to do with it, but I know um, Brock Grunwald delaminated one up in Fergus. So did Avery, and there's a couple other mod drivers up there did it too. They delaminated one last week in Fergus. Yes, that should never um, have happened on that track. Well, what's going on is I talked to. Uh, uh, I talked to Justin Anderson, and he he mounted up a brand new tire. Yep. And the freaking, you know, the the chain links. Yeah. They were freaking uneven. One was like way above the other, and and you could see. He, so he peeled up. He said you could see it already start delaminating after they even um, after they even aired it up. So that was what was going on. Junk. That's what was going on in Superior. I think that had something to do with it. But there was multiple mod guys. That one. Did you see the one? Well, you saw Brandon Cops tire, right? Sure did. Did you see the one where the outside link 
was brand new. Yep. It still had the nubbies on it. Yep. And the face was gone. And the, it tore the face it off. Tore it. The, it was completely gone. So now the delaminating has hit Wasoda tires. IMCA had the same problem. They actually have more problems, I think, than Wasoda does because there's this longer period of time. And I, and I don't know. I haven't heard much on the ump stuff. Um, they don't. Uh, we don't get much of that stuff around here, so we don't really hear much about them up mod tires and the and the stock car tires or USRA whatever. The USRA is a different deal, but um, I don't hear much about the ump stuff. I haven't heard much about uh, a lot of the ump stuff. You won't hear as much about because they race in the mud way more down there. Than well, and haven't heard much about the American Racers either. And I know I know American Racer did say they're not looking to expand because they don't they have, don't have capacity. They don't have the capacity to do that. So. Um, and there hasn't been any issues. You know, some people say the high flying half mile so hard on tires. I'm going to disagree with you on that deal. No. Yes, you're going faster. I get that. Um, and you're going to wear an edge and maybe cup a little bit more. Yes, because you're going faster. But if you take care of your tires, it's, and I don't care what track you're at. Sometimes you have them short tracks that get so slick and you're going in so hard and you're just, you're pitching it and then you, you skate and it they and get slide a brace. it. They get a brace. Some tracks get more abrasive than others and you spin more and you just, every time, every time it's like a pencil eraser, you know? So we'll get another 9% here at the next annual meetings and then we'll be up to, it's, we only have to say 9% next year. It's going to be 18%. Is it going to go up to nine more percent? Well, why wouldn't it? That was the whole point. They want to keep raising it. For I the next two I years, was, I thought it was only nine percent, nine percent one shot to cover no. the next two years. No, they'll raise it again to cover. It's, well, they probably will, but that's still not going to cover it if tires are going to be one seventy five. Well, it's true. I, right? have, I have a solution. I have a solution. What's that? Daytona one tire treatment. <laughs> tire yeah. treatment will make your tires last longer. Then you're end up and like, you're, and you're gonna. It's gonna. We figured it out. We did the math. It costs four dollars, four dollars to treat a mod tire, and then you're gonna end up like Jane Chris and can't race for a year. Uh, so. No, if everybody does it and no, tracks are, and happen. tracks are smart and don't turn shit in, it's not gonna happen. No, it's gonna happen. No, it's not. Yep, needs well, to. So now you're saying Wasoda's gonna approve tire doping? No, no. The, the the tracks need to turn that a blind ain't gonna eye. Happen because the track because track promoters are just as stupid as Wasoda. No, That's why. it's not going to happen. No, it should happen. All you're going to do, if you allow tire doping, all you're going to do is make the rich richer and the fast half faster. Of people, half of them are doing it already. You're going to, well, it doesn't matter. All you're going to do is sure make, you're going to make the rich richer and the, I'm no, quitting. If they, if they do tire doping, I'm quitting. It's four bucks I, a tire, Jeff. It doesn't matter. Four bucks a tire and your tires I bought last. six new tires this and year. I can't afford it. I can't even go to Ford to go racing anymore. And if you would have, if you'd have bought, if you'd have been doping your tires, you'd have bought two. No, yep. false. That's false. I would have put new ones on anyway. Because I can't go to Viking Speedway with used tires on my car. When you can understand, the point that, is, is when you, you treat have them, to put they new, do not know if they're new or they're but old. But you're softening them up. You burn no, them up. Four One points. Up. Four points. That's all they are. Four points. Did you read Daytona? Yes. Twenty points it drops. No. No. Do you want me to read it to you? Read it. Read Daytona one black drops. You don't your, use black. You don't use black. You use, you use the good blue. shit. Don't use the blue. Use no. the good shit. Daytona black drops at 20 points. It says 60 to 70 down to 40 or 50. Blue is three to four points, and you'll get four freaking nights out of a nothing. tire that's junk in one. Three to four points. Simple green does three to four points. I know, but it doesn't wreck the t- This shit don't wreck the tire. It makes you can wear it all the way down to the green. freaking cords. Simple green's $12.99 down in AutoZone. Now, each their own. The point is, don't test for it and let freaking guys race it because if if you let if you don't do something... 
the cost of tires is going to push people out of the game, and it's already happening. Well, in the it, it already is. Yep. It's we're, the problem is our car counts are way down anyway. They just yep. keep they keep DQing people. They keep suspending people. I got a better idea yet, Jeff. Tracks keep turning everything hey. into Wasoda. Yeah, stupid ass track promoters. I, I got I got a better idea yet. You want to really do some good stuff? Let's just let's just run a 15 inch eight wide DOT tire. Let's just run one of them. They're out there. They're out there. They're everywhere. You could probably buy one for 80 bucks would be my guess. And get the old Daytona one out. You got 84 in it. And you buy six tires at the beginning of the year and you run them all year. Well, the flip and the flip side is those things are real rubber too. Yes, they are. <laughs> and they're they'd last. That, they, I, they won't chunk. It's seriously something they, some of these like pure stock and street stock guys need to look at. Everybody needs they to need look to at find it. A, a basically a stock alternative and yeah. start looking. Everybody needs to. Everybody needs to do it. I mean, t- here's the bottom line. You can be, oh, tired dope is cheating this and that. The the bigger picture is this: you take away the monopoly. You take away the monopoly between Wasoda and who's your tire because they're the only ones winning on this, and everyone yeah. else is losing. You cut off their cash supply. Well, who's that? But that's going to change when the tires are up to 175, 180. The problem is when it goes to that, there's going to be nine freaking cars in a class. Worst, but yeah, true. But we're still not going to get a better tire. No, you're not. You're going to get garbage. That's the problem. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're trying to sell tires now because they because we're selling them so cheap. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Well, they're selling shit with all. Well, it is. They are. I mean. Back in the old block, back do. in the old block pattern days, this never would have happened. No, that they should go back to that. Exactly, your A's, your D's, and your H's. Yeah, and like, and the same thickness of freaking material too. Not give, this. Give paper us some thin options. Garbage. You know what I mean? How nice would that be to back have them options? You know, you could run a run your soft hey. one on the left front. No, then you let you let you then you treat those too. Your D's so everywhere. If you get a if you get a if you get a hard boss that's too hard because yeah, it's but you cycled. won't have to because those refired. So did Hard Boss. You could I'll, run Hard Boss. I'll guarantee you they'll put enough plastic in them now well, that they now, won't because they make cheap junk. Back in the day, though, those Hard Bosses fired instantly. I'm telling you, Daytona 1. <laughs> Daytona 1. Go ahead, buy my it. My sales pitch. Four bucks a tire, did Go the math. Go ahead, buy it. I, I'm beating guys without a- it, so anything, I don't need it. Anything to, keep, anything to keep money in pockets, and here's the thing. If you, if you do that... Now the guys in the lower classes can probably run used tires again because there isn't such a huge difference, and it'll save them a ton of money. Yeah, but you got to remember a lot of those, a lot of those guys. They don't. They got to be smart enough to do it, though. Well, you do, but it's you're also talking. Shit takes some time. Ten minutes a tire. No. Yep. To do it right. Yep. You need to apply it with a roller. You need to wrap it and let it sit for 24 hours. Come back. Did you read Daytona? You obviously didn't read the Daytona. Did you watch the a video? 10 minutes of tire. Did you listen to the guy? I'm just telling you. 10 Did minutes you watch the a video? That's all you have to do. 24 hours. He let it sit, wrap it, come back, put him on. And then so I, I talked to a guy that's doing it. Then you can 10 buy. 10 minutes wow, of tire. Shit, you can call anybody. I can call 10 guys right 10 now. 10 minutes of tire. And he's getting three to four more nights out of tires and they're not falling off. And you can call. And then you can get the spray stuff and do it right at the track. Yep. The cl- well, I think the cleaner. I think the cleaner is the key. After well, you I think have a well, train. the cleaner is probably doing something too. It obviously yeah. is because they're not. Gonna and the just... cleaner's dirt cheap. That's like freaking yeah. nineteen bucks for yeah. a sp- the cleaner. Yeah, that's you cheap, can do cheap. that. But 
Whatever. But Cheat, like I said, dope tires, do everything what Soda tells you not to do because that's so, the only way to save auto racing. Jaden Christ went to, well, you don't own a car, so you don't know. Jaden Christ went to, he was going to peel. Yep. They told him 350 bucks. Yeah, 350 bucks, <laughs> 350 bucks to see what you came up with about my car. With Sokia. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm switching horses here. You're Again? Nope. Already? No, no, we're staying on the same topic. I'm switching horses here. Everybody keeps blaming Billy. And, and Billy's a moron. We all know that. He does stupid things every week. Rod Lindquist, you are a spineless coward. <laughs> you listening, Rod? Well, he, I hope so. He's because the, you're uh, the executive director. And when this media, social media shitstorm starts, it's your job as the head of the organization to make a statement, to hold people accountable, to do something. And what did you do? You sent out a memo. Yeah, but yeah I, we're really going to be looking for tire treatment yeah, or tire irregularities was... at the 100. Now you're chicken shit. Get in the middle of the game and do your yeah, job. Yeah, Rod needs to stay out of that end of the deal. No, he don't. Yes, he does. Work on hit. That's he's not what he's the there for. Executive, stay over on the executive side. Okay, so when there's a when there's a fist fight in upper management in a corporation, Get. when there's a fist fight in upper management in a corporation, who's the guy that swings the hammer? Well, that the was, CEO, right? That was well, that was Terry Volz, the CEO, because he actually that is did the it. same freaking position Rod is in right now. Like like him or not, at least Terry did that. He did. But that's the job that Rod has right now, and, and Carson he's not didn't. doing it. Carson didn't. No, C- Carson was handpicked to be a puppet of the board. He right. was set up to fail from right. day one. We knew that. Right. Right. So didn't. So then, then did you hear the the um, the Hornet guy? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, C- Carter Matthews is that his name? Was? I think so. Yeah. So and and now it's it's a tough topic, but anyway, Carter Matthews is a Hornet guy. He was second in national points at the time. Did um, they DQ him? He runs Bemidji. Um, I don't know where else. Where else does he run up there? I don't know. Anyways, him and his arch rival run Hornets, their first and second, up at uh, Bemidji. And he's been on probation for rough driving for <laughs> a good a good portion of the summer. Sounds like my and, kind of guy. And, and last week, and last week, um, he was there running about third or fourth, and his, the, his arch rival passed him on. I don't know. Barsness. Justin Barsness, I think. His his arch rival passed him on the high side coming out of two. He Reggie robied him. And, well, <laughs> he gave him a little tap into down the back straightaway. And then when I first watched it, I just thought he got in too hard, you know. But you can see him shit can it, and then he goes in and he <laughs> spins. <laughs> he's left rears him, spins him out. Okay? So he's already been on probation. So they DQ'd him right there. They black flagged him right there while they had a hearing, and he's done. So do got, not let Wasoda in got, the game. Uh, um, he got the full tilt. Lost all his national points, all his points. Thirty days, a thousand, the whole nine yards. Race so, track promoters for a Hornet. Pay attention. Pay attention. Do not let Big Brother dictate anything that happens at your track well what they needed Keep it to local do and fine them well they needed to take it to the next step okay so now is the next step okay a thousand dollar fine no suspension fine them you probably have to sit them for a week well you, you can sit them for a week but don't take all those national points right sit them 
you know, sit him for a week at Bemidji. He, then he, then you're out of the track championship, right? Then you're mm-hmm. done. You're done. You sit him for a week. So you cost him some money. You cost yeah, him fifty bucks. You cost him no for the. It's you just find him a thousand bucks. Okay, and they're I don't know what Hornet payout is for the deal. Whatever fifty bucks probably. So if it's shitties, they pay everyone else. <laughs> so it could be. Um, so you just cost him a championship, and at least you still give him a chance to. Uh, that that losing all. You're tracking national points. That's freaking harsh, man. Well, I have an idea. And me and Big Brother were talking about this yesterday. Wasoda should abolish national points. And they should take all the money in the national points and spread the money into local track point funds. To make it lucrative for people to run locally weekly. Because there's you're only basically worried about three guys in each class with national points because nobody chases them anymore because people are not traveling. Oh, no. No, you're not getting the 20, 30 guys no, to chase them. No, so, so your whole platform has just basically dated itself. Shit can it. You mean you could. It helped the... Um now, well, the thing is now, now, now you could travel, say like I did back in the day, say you went KRA Monty Viking mm-hmm. and it's 400 bucks to win track championship right now. Yep. Okay. And the, actually the track point funds more than the national point fund right now. Um, so if you, you'd, you'd basically, you'd, you'd probably only double that. Yeah, but double's good. 800 doubles the equivalent of winning two features. So, so the one year I won I-94 and KRA, I would have got 1600 bucks. Yep. At the time that was at the time that was 12 tires and not anymore. Thanks. So if you take, knucklehead. if you take that away, no national points, I ended up seventh that year in national points and got yeah I would I would have came out I would have made a little bit more money not much yeah but you're helping the rest of but the, you're spreading it you're out you're spreading it out you're helping the rest exactly. of the exactly the rich are still going to get richer anyway right um it's going to kill traveling series which is fine that's what needs to happen we um, talked about that as part of this too um that would which which is whatever those I mean. Those the street style. I mean, it is what it is. But unless that, like you said before, unless that series is at your track, yeah, it doesn't it, it doesn't benefit. Well, you. this is the, like this. it's killed. It's you know, Justin Vogel would run here weekly, but and I get I have no no issues with him running the series, but I'd rather right. have him at Viking Speedway weekly. A hundred percent. So so here's the deal. We, we this we actually we talked about this in depth yesterday afternoon, and we talked about this national point deal, and. Getting Aho and I to agree on something regarding national points is like almost like oil and water because he's Mr. National Champion guy right. that raced for him forever. But I think we're actually on the same page about this. And I said, you want to make it, you want to put emphasis back on weekly racing? I said, you get rid of all, you get rid of all the weekend mini tours and they have to run Tuesday and Wednesday nights. And the only time that you can have track points at your racetrack is Wednesday through Sunday, and it has to be on your scheduled night. On your night. So yeah. if you run a doubleheader, the night that's not your normal night, there's no track points allowed. Right. So it keeps all the – so nobody's getting screwed. There's no tracks. There's no sanctioning. There's no mini tours. 
that are screwing guys from staying local and supporting their tracks. Because how we got on this was the conversation about his buddy runs down at Sycamore. And they run a Friday and they run a Saturday. Well, Saturday, or Friday night, they have four cylinders, V6s mm-hmm. and V8s, and they basically knock the windows out of them, um, throw a half-ass right. cage in them, go race them like a glorified enduro car. Yep. They get fifteen to 1,800 people in the grandstand there every night. They got a pile of cars. Um, they pay uh, 100 bucks to win, 50 for second, 25 for third, and fourth on back. Thanks for coming. They load the place, and they're there every week. Why? Because there's nobody pulling at nothing else, and they're unsanctioned. Right, right. Unsanctioned. He says, well, it kind of sucks because the guys out there, they're on an island or this and that. I said, looks like it's a good island for the racetrack. Yep. Making all kinds of money. And that the drivers, the drivers want to move up, they will. If they want to do well, something else. And the if thing they're is, content, they're, they're, they're fine. Their rules on their Saturday classes aren't far off from everybody else's out there, so it, it's not a huge deal. Right, right. It's not a huge thing. No, no. A majority of the drivers probably are running somewhere else that is sanctioned. Yeah. Guaranteed. Well, they're they're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. it's it's what Yeah, no, it's uh something needs to be done. Because so uh, since we were bitching about tracks and sanctioning and costs, this is a perfect segue into the next topic. The announcement that came out last week. Which one? The one uh northwest of forty five minutes up on uh, I ninety four. For what? About the the race that's scheduled for the last weekend of September. Oh, the Gopher. What's it called? Gopher State Invitational, or what the hell is? I don't even know what it's called. I didn't even pay attention. Brian would probably be working there. Better watch it. But here's the deal. Madison. Oh, oh, Brian is going to Madison. Well, he's a smart man. <laughs> you support the you support the show that's established. So here's what happened. Okay, this is actually last year. Last year at the Wasota meeting. No, it's a couple years ago. Was it a couple years yeah. ago? Okay, a couple years ago. Yeah, last year was 9% knucklehead. He came out last year in Forest, too. Yeah, it was actually three years ago. Okay, well, however many years ago. Recent recent past. Within, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Old Don Shaw, owner of I-94 Speedway up there in Fergus Falls, goes to the Wasota board meeting and is basically throwing a holy hell fit and a temper tantrum trying to get FYE Motorsports and anybody else that doesn't own a racetrack kicked out of not getting any concessions from Wasota to run shows. Now they're ruining it for everybody. Well, guess who's in partnership on a show yep. the last weekend of September up at I-94 he went so far, Fergus? He wanted to have Wasota charge. Yep. Overcharge charge him double or kick him FYE, out FYE, just even run shows in Wasota yep. land. Yep. Well, he just jumped in bed with them. Don Shaw and Chris Steppen get together. They're running an FYE show up at I-94 Speedway, Fergus Falls, the last weekend of September. Directly a head-to-head competition with Lou's Mad Town Showdown, which has been going on in Madison for, what, the last eight or nine years? It's been going on for a while, yeah. 100 miles away, we're going to have another race. I think you and I can both agree the last thing that we really need is another invitational. No, you don't. The big thing is you don't. You can't. We talked about this on the One to Go show the other day. You, all you're doing is, and 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 September, September after Labor Day, okay. And there's not a lot mm-hmm. of specials on Labor Day anymore. It's kind of spread out now. You obviously Viking right. Hibbings has theirs, and there's a couple out there. Nothing major now, but everything's kind of spread out now. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of each track had their special, right? You know what I mean. You had Jamestown, you know, Princeton always had their deal. 
um, Red Cedar, Ashland, the Northern Nationals. Viking had the Fall Classic that's now at Ogilvy. Madison has their – everybody kind of – Casino has their deal. Everybody kind of has their own special. Yep. That's kind of what that is. Hey, you kind of get one special per deal. And the topless deal is completely separate because that's not with soda. Right. Um, the only reason why – one of the reasons why they do the topless is because they wanted to do that during – Wasota sanctioned deal, mm-hmm. but Wasota wouldn't let them because it's against the rules, not race with your roofs on. That's how dumb that is. So just they just don't sanction the class that So way. they just run it afterwards and right. do their topless deal. Okay. Right. So, which is whatever. And half the time it doesn't get in anyway. So that's kind of how the breakdown of September after that, each track kind of gets their one special. Um, split things up, you know, almost like an east and a west kind of deal. Pretty much. And then um, you get to race. But now you got. Um, the bad, the bad thing about this is it splits. It's it's going to split the cars up, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the fans want to see. They want to see all the fast guys down in Madison. You know what I mean? Or vice versa. I get that, but it's it's a. I don't know. Well, it, it's a tough. If you really uh, want to see, if you, I mean, where are the national point guys going to go if they're battling? Uh probably to Ashland. Well, there. Well. Yeah, but. There's some lumber up in Ashland. Yeah, but you gotta beat the you gotta beat the guys you're running against head to head if you want to gain yeah, points. Depends on where they go, though. I don't know. You know the mod who's who's in the um, mod title right now? TPO and Sabraski. Yeah, Sabraski's gonna go to Ashland. Doesn't he usually go to Ashland? I don't know. I I would imagine they'll both end up at I ninety four. Where's the le- Madison? Doesn't run late models, do they? At there? No, nah, I don't think so. Mad Town deal? No. But I-94 is only one show. So it isn't going to matter by then, Jeff. There's not enough There's not enough guys beating on each other on a weekly basis to have a national point deal come down to the last week like it used to. Uh, TPOs, the mods are going to be close. Um, the supers could be close. The Right now, the late models are close. They're all close, right? The B mods is going to be a crapshoot. TPO is going to win the late um, model. He should. But yeah, but it depends 13 on... 13 feature wins already? Yeah, Thanks, but, 14, I think, no? But Becker's starting to clip them off out ah, there now, right. so we'll see what happens. Um, they're all going to be close. TPO is going to win three more times, for sure. Who's... That put him at 17. Who's chasing down Brower? Who knows? Is there anybody close? I haven't looked at the points lately they're probably not updated since june so. national point national points are dumb because the fact is all it does is reward the guy that 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 races more nights because they only count 30 of your shows and in late models it's only 20 no late models is back up to 30 since when only the pro fours wow they moved it did they move it one year late models is it still 20 or did they yeah. move it back up? yeah no they moved it it's because there's 20 shows well they're where are you gonna race 20 times there's, who runs them weekly anymore? Well, I mean, you can travel That's around the thing. and run Yeah, them. but who wants to, especially for $700 to win? Those and, top guys are going to do it. Well, whatever. There's three guys you're worried about, and I don't... But, well, if your TPO would do it, he runs anyway. Well, sure he will, but here's the deal. When you got 300 cars registered and you only give a shit about three of them, it says a lot about your sanctioning well, body, don't it? it's 10 grand for him. What's he care? Right. He don't care well, what Wissota does. The, the principal just stupid. But anyway... um. So yeah, those two guys, those two guys decided they just wanted to go in and stomp on everybody's toes. The, and Don was whining at the meeting last year. Yeah, my neighboring tracks won't work with me and crying about this and crying about that. And then you go and do that. Yep. Pay attention, people. Old news. The only thing they care about is how they can use you in their game. Yeah. 
old news. Everybody everybody knows that. Oh, I know. Let's go on to um, um, the crazy week last week in Wasoda. Drivers decided to lose their mind, which is good. I because, love it. Like I said, uh, pure entertainment, and we need some entertainment in this sport. So I don't know if anybody watched, but um, <clears throat> well, the first one was Hunter Van Gilder went postal out, and my buddy went postal out in Red Cedar. Uh, Nowak punted him going into three, and then um, old Hunter fed a few haymakers through the window of uh, <laughs> Nowak's car. Never got in trouble. Perfect. No. And then um, Buzzy, <laughs> our boy Buzzy Adams. <laughs> Buzzy hopped on Paz four-wheeler. <laughs> So anyway, uh, there's that like two or three laps in. Kennedy Swan just took the lead, and Kyle Helling was in second. And Buzzy got in the third, and there was a cushion. They were roasting the cushion. I mean, roasting the cushion. Um, and Kennedy Swan jumped the cushion. She screwed up, got over the cushion, and dynamited the brakes. I mean, dynamited the brakes. She pitched the car totally sideways. And Helling piled in, and here come Buzzy wide open. Yep. And Buzzy got out of his car, uh, ripped his carburetor in half. Um, completely ripped the right front off his car, bent the front clip down about two inches, and Buzzy lost it. <laughs> Buzzy lost it. So, and if anybody knows, yeah, everybody knows his dad runs the track, okay? And I'm sure Buzzy helps. So Buzzy decided to hop on one of the um, four-wheelers, one of the uh, push vehicles. <laughs> Buzzy hopped on the four-wheeler, went tearing down the back stretch, and decided, it actually went down the front stretch, Yep, decided to go... Chew out Kyle Helling, who had nothing to do with the incident. So Buzzy's chewing out Helling, and Kyle's like, I wasn't me. I didn't do nothing. She spun out in front of me. She's like, What? So then he went up, talked to Kennedy, and he was actually he was really nice with Kennedy Swan. He said, Hey, what happened? And she admitted, say, Hey, I lost it. It's my fault. Um, you know, and as a driver, Buzzy looks at her and says, Well, what, what do you do? So then Buzzy he actually brought the four wheeler back. That was yeah. that was nice of him. <laughs> Um, he brought the four wheeler back and then got in his car and left. So, of course, internet goes crazy. Kick him out of soda. Don't ever let him come back. All this and that. Well, he got DQ'd for the race. Okay, just lost the track championship on that deal because now he can't win it this week. Um, and he provided the rest of us with some awesome entertainment. Guarantee a ticket sales at Rice Lake are going to be pretty good on Sunday night. And guess who was drinking beer together after the races in the pits? Helling and Buzzy. Helling and Buzzy. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. If you're going to have altercations at a racetrack, have them on the front stretch so everyone can see what's going on. I mean, he didn't put anybody... I mean, was it wrong? Yes, okay? And he admitted it. Buzzy feels feels like a complete jackass today. It's just the way... But anybody that knows Buzzy, okay, it's just it's the way he is, he does. He feels like a complete jackass. He went over and apologized to everybody. Did his due diligence. I get that. He didn't put anybody in harm's way. He didn't ram into Kyle Helling's car like everybody said. No, he just gave him a little donut on the side. Ram into Kennedy Swan and tell her all this and that. He didn't do that. So um, he got DQ'd for the race. And like I said, he's going to come back and um, hopefully Rice Lake gets a few more ticket sales. And now he's pissed uh, off. So look out invite season. Oh, boy. You get get Buzzy on a mission. Buzzy on a bad day is better than most guys. You put him on a mission, just you might as well just hand him the check. Yeah. So that that was that incident's drawn some attention, and I mean it is what it is. I mean, like I said, you, the day of I, when we were talking, I was talking to my wife about this. She goes, "You remember back at Viking Speedway every championship night? There was always a fight. Always, always. 
some sort of ruckus. And it wasn't championship night. It was weekly. A lot of times it was weekly. Before you got here today, Brandon and I were talking. He walked in was setting this up. I said, what's it going to take to get a fight at the half mile Saturday night? <laughs> and he's like, what is there, two guys feud? And I said, no, there needs to be. I said, everybody's too freaking nice just, now. There's no villain. There's no. no hero. Everybody's just this rank and file vanilla ice cream. Yeah. It's and not like it used to be, Jeff. No. No. All well, like I said is the best, the best. Well, there's been a lot of events at Viking Speedway in the past. <laughs> uh, the Chris Riley, Rob Lynch one was epic. Uh, <laughs> yep. The uh, Terry Merton, Ron Jones. I mean, Dan Zizens multiple times. Um, I don't know how many times I went after. Butch Rust and Ryan Music. I don't know how many Lane, times I went after, after a race. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was just. The Jeff Wildung and Don Shaw in the tech shed one that was epic that one night because you had the two stars. I mean, they were the stars, and they're screaming at each other, telling how bad they're going to wreck each other's car next week. <laughs> that's, I mean, and I get it, and it's it is what it is. But you know, it's that's what you need. That's what the fans want. You have to turn you have to turn the racing into secondary entertainment, and you got to entertain some other way 100 percent, and and the drivers need to and, and the drivers need to realize that they're out there they are the entertainment so be the entertainment i don't don't be throwing sledgehammers through promoters windshields like <laughs> like the guy out in bauman speedway did oh, you see that picture bauman gray stadium i've hey, seen I mean, it i yes. watched i watched that whole replay of that dude okay <laughs> I am not. <laughs> you see that track? How narrow it is? Yes. And small. <laughs> you know me. I am not a. I am not a inter- interventionist. I'm. I'm the let them let them settle it on the track. <laughs> they're uh, they're walking a very very fine line out there. <laughs> and then I seen that, and I locked at some other shit that happened out there every week. It's every freaking week. I mean. This crazy nut job chucked a freaking sledgehammer through the guy's windshield on his hauler after this deal. Yeah. I mean, that that's crossing the line. That's way too far. That's, that's way too far. too far. You wanna He tried stealing the gator, him and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and then threw a water bottle. If he would have just done that, if he would have stopped right there when he threw the water bottle at that guy's car yeah. and just went to his trailer, cooled off, and come back the next week and the well, there's standing room only there to begin with. You can't get another. 17,000 freaking people in there every time they open the gate. And it's a boring ass, narrow <laughs> asphalt track. The racing's horrible. But- so what do you what do you think they're coming there to watch? <laughs> Are they coming there to watch cars rank and file follow each no, other? No. no, they're waiting for somebody to get mad and punt somebody. And then the Donnie Brook that ensues afterwards. Maybe we should turn all racetracks into one laner. You just got to drive through and punt people. Well, they already are anyway. <laughs> talking about get up in the rubber and stay there right yeah right yeah so, so that was that deal uh out at uh was it is it bowman grace bowman grace stadium in raleigh yeah. durham north carolina yeah you have to get on uh facebook youtube and watch some races i think it's there. worth a road trip cross oh my god we're gonna have to buy tickets in advance <laughs> yeah we, we don't want to go in april when they open so it's ain't too hot because it'll be it's hot it's hot we'll enough get, there by the looks of it we can get media passes think we can get oh, media passes prob- out there we probably could what else? What else happened last week? Buzzy, a couple of there wasn't much. Um, uh, hey, has 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 uh, has Billiam had anything to say about? I don't. 
What's going on? Billiam's supposed to be coming out this week, isn't he? Billiam's coming out this week with another statement. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard from Billiam. Heard Billiam might be having a special guest correspondent here in a week or two. Yeah, I think Billiam found a girlfriend or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. It's just a rumor on the street that Billiam's got a girlfriend. I don't know. I have one thing I want to talk about. This this is actually burned my saddle from a couple of weeks ago. Sally. <laughs> yeah. Billiam and Sally. Oh my is that gosh. what I heard? Um, Something that pissed me off a couple of weeks ago, and it's been pissing me off all summer, but we always get tangled up with all this stupid Wissota garbage because We're too busy golfing. they've done a very good job of stealing the spotlight of stupidity from everyone. Um. I want to talk about guys that are backmarkers that refuse to get the hell out of the race. When there's a race going on, they're not part of it, and they've already been lapped by the front eight guys. <laughs> this this happens frequently, but most of the people in Alec are pretty good about it. You're running a feature race, you get lapped. Second guy goes by, most of them pull in and get the hell out of the way because they, they realize there's a race going on and they're not part of it. And I get it. Everybody's got a learning curve. But when you're racing in a $1,200 to win race and you're not anywhere near as being competitive and you get passed by about the eighth guy and the flag man's got tendonitis in his left arm <laughs> for holding that flag out for you, when does the light come on that, okay, um, I can't keep up and I need to get the hell out of the way before I affect the outcome of a really good race? Well, you already got your start money. And usually the way the Dolly Parton purses are these days, you can't, you got, if you start 24th, you got to get eighth to make 10 bucks. Pretty much. So save your tires, save your fuel. I mean, I get, yes, I get the experience part, but it gets the point. Shut her down. As soon as you, as soon as you get lapped, get Shut the hell out of the way. Are you referring to the Dustin Sorensen? That was just enough. That was the latest one. We had it at the we had it at the at the moonshine race here in Alec. With who? I ain't gonna mention any names because then I'll be on somebody's hate list. You can look at the results and you'll figure it out real quick. There's one guy that was glaring, and it's happened more than once. But it happens all over. As much as we're just t- we're talking about Donnie Brooks and entertainment, there is some sportsmanship that goes into this too. And if you are literally in the way, get out of the way. Because usually what happens is, is they end up, if they don't get out of the way, they either drive it off the track, they spin out, they cause a caution, they do something to affect the outcome of the race that they weren't even a part of. Yeah, you see it, you see it a, a lot. In the World Outlaws and the Lucas Oil, mm-hmm. as soon as that leader goes by, they shut her down. They yep. pulled her right in. Yep, because it's called respect. Or, or they might stay. They might stay for a couple laps, see if they get a yellow, because they do have a yep. lucky dog yep. in them series. Yep, you know they're going to stay. But as soon as they get again, then as soon as the second guy goes, yeah. as soon as the second yeah. guy goes by them, yeah. And then and well, and usually, usually at Viking, there's enough room. Um, you can do it, but especially you get some. You know, late in a race, the tracks usually. The fast lane's a fast lane. Then you got everybody. You get up a in the tw- fast you get lane. a twenty four car field though, and it goes green to checkered. There's, I mean, there's fast cars all over the track. Yeah, and that's that. Sorensen was a tough one. I, I mean, 
he's lapping Scheffler. Scheffler's are usually pretty fast, and and it's tough when you're up on the cushion and someone flies up underneath you. At the time, you don't exactly know, right, who it is. And at right. the spur of the moment, you're not going to know. You're not going to. When that happened, Scheffler didn't say, there, oh, there's Dustin Sorensen. He's the leader. I'm going to back off. No, he saw a car and he took right. off. I get that. And they made contact. But yeah, no, you're right. It's, uh, well, if somebody. I made, have no, I don't, I don't want him to get out of the way of the leader because they're still on the lead lap. Right. But when you get, when you get dusted by seven or eight guys that are chasing <laughs> that guy that already blew your doors off. And you, I mean, you're, at this point in time, you're driving down the track with just a cage because your fenders and shit had already been blown off. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. And you're just, like I said, you're wasting time. Yeah, get the hell around. out of the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 pisses me off, and then what really pisses me off: single car spins in heat races, and they sit there and they park and they wait for the yellow to come out. And as soon as they as soon as they come on the race, see oh, caution on the track they drive. You already proven you're an idiot because you spun out on your own, and now you're going to let everybody watch you drive by yourself when the rest of God and ugh. there's freaking clowns that do that a lot in Lucas oh, yeah. and World Outlaws too. Yep, freaking Bruning just did one a couple weeks ago. Dyna pulled up to the high side, dynamite the brakes, and then just pulls in. Speaking of Bruning, horns up in Bruning camp. Yeah, well, I had to had to keep up. They had to gas Clanton because Pa couldn't afford two cars. So he had to get, uh, I, and it sounds like Clanton was going to retire anyway. Um, so Clanton, Shane Clanton's going to be done racing. He's going to be the Lucas Oil Series tech guy. Can you imagine somebody arguing with him? That ain't happening. <laughs> um, at least, and he's a really knowledgeable guy, so that's going to be good. Um, so that that'll be good. And then Tyler, yeah, Tyler Bruning over to Long. He's got it out already. He's there's going to be in Longhorns next year and fielding one car team. I bet he's going to be faster. Yeah, he will. He will. Yeah, it was tough with that. Not a lot of capital stuff out there. I know, and I know Marshall Green does a lot. He's at the, he's their at, crate, their crate cars are fast. He's at the races a lot, and he's yep. really helping out. And that's just that's just the way Marshall Green does things. Um, but yeah, no, you got to hop on the you got to hop on the wagon and go from there. And then, like you said, Longhorn, Longhorn switching. Um, yeah, Longhorn switching things up. Tim McCready's no longer going to be in the house car. And um, they're supposedly going to make an announcement in the next couple weeks about their house car program. What are they going to do? do you, I don't think they're going to hire one driver. I think it's going to be RTJ. I think it's going to be Ricky Thornton Jr. God, I don't. I, I, I think that's where they're going to go. I, I might be wrong. Are they going to go just with, I don't think. I think they will. Where Longhorns at right now it doesn't make sense for them just to go with one guy. Yeah, but they they don't want the they they're not gonna want the headache and babysitting of uh, and the political bullshit of divvying their money up among three or four teams and then it's the one thing you know you're getting something I'm maybe not they're getting. They're not gonna divvy it up all and just keep it. They're gonna they're gonna do one car and it's gonna be Ricky Thornton Jr. Almost bear, almost guarantee it. The, I know that the flag man brought up he figured it'd be Bobby Pierce. I don't see it happening. Everybody knows that Bob Pierce doesn't always play well with others. And, uh, well, RTJ makes more sense. A little bit bigger name right now. Um, he's, you're looking at selling t-shirts, selling stuff like that. Think that's going to be a little bit bigger. Um, you are right with the Bob Pierce deal. Um, even though he's obviously a really smart guy and knows what's going on. Um, I don't, I mean, they just bought a, you see his new hauler. Pretty nice. Pierce's new hauler. <laughs> um, so they're obviously not hurting for money. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going to go down there. I don't. McCready's still going to be back with Paler. Obviously, they got yeah. cars and stuff, and I don't, money's not a problem. I don't think with that team either. Right. Um. I I don't know. Um. What I want to know is when and how is Rocket Chassis going to get back to a point where they have more than one car that's relevant? Um, because they got one right now. I don't think he cares. You don't want to sell cars anymore or what? No. How old's Mark Richards? Oh, Mark Richards got to be 60. I, I mean, I don't. We're pushing 60. I mean, he's got nobody on other than Huddy. He's got nobody on the Lucas series. Uh-uh. World Outlaw is a little bit different ball game. He's got a couple guys over there, but um, I mean, I couldn't even tell you who's the next guy in a rocket in the in the Lucas series. In the Lucas series, other than it, what's Turbo running now? He's in a rocket. Had a Longhorn one night, didn't like it, and sold it. That was his mistake. Well, he's been in a rocket for so long. Just stick there. I don't. I don't. I can't even. Who's the next guy? It's Turbo. It's 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 Huddy, Turbo. And then, uh, oh, man. Garrett Smith, is he in a rocket or is he in a Longhorn? Longhorn. I, I can't even, I mean, obviously you have Madden, Shirley, Dennis Herb Jr. You got a few more, Gustin, Bronson. You, you, know, you, got, a, you got a few more over in the World Outlaw Series, obviously, uh, with the rocket deal. But um, there he's. Flip side is he's got a ton of crate cars. Rocket does. Yep. I and mean, I know they're doing really well down there, really well, um, especially down in that area. Um, so I don't. Um, are they? Are they gonna? Is he gonna do what GRT did and basically switch modes from off of the national touring trail and more into like like remember GRT was huge well, and look, now look, they're he's building basically IMCA cars. Well, that's kind of what Jimmy did with yeah. MB. He just you know. Dillard and and Unzaker and Feger and all these guys got rid of the MB. He was tr- he was starting to get in there. Dillard was doing pretty good in that thing, right? He he. I mean, he won the where he won the hill or uh, he won at Lernerville that one the firecracker, right? Yeah, a few years ago that was in an MB. Oh, uh, Max Max Blair's in a rocket and he's eighth in the point standings. So who's next? Is that and then Turbo's tenth. He's he's second. But that's so it. They, they got second, eighth, and tenth in the top top ten. Who's two through? Who's three through? Um, you got RTJ's leading it. Yeah. And then you got Huddy. Dav- then you got Huddy, who's in a rocket. Davenport, McCready, Overton, Moran, Dalton, Wilson, all in Longhorns. You got Blair. Then Earl Pearson Jr. is in. Uh, he's, he's in a Longhorn now. Yeah. And then Turbo. And then Spencer Hughes. Longhorn. Longhorn. Albertson Longhorn. Ross Robinson. Rocket. Or is he still in his MB? I think he, got, I think he went MB to Rocket, didn't he? Yeah. I think he's in a Rocket. So he's in a Rocket. Bruning is now a Longhorn. Boom Briggs. Rocket. But they're Rockets. Jimmy Owens is, is he back he's in back a Rocket? He's back in a Rocket. Okay. Shepard Longhorn. But Shepard's not running this. I mean, now you're out to the guys that aren't even running. Garrett Smith, Longhorn. Shirley's in a Longhorn now. Um, no, Shirley's back in his rocket. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Marler's in a Longhorn. Bobby Pierce, Longhorn. I mean, 
if you ain't got a freaking Longhorn, yeah. you ain't in the top 20. I don't know. He doesn't seem too worried about it. And he is, I mean, obviously, Huddy's, I mean, behind the two. It's a three-car show, but he's still three. There's no doubt about that. Pierce, RTJ, Huddy, I think we can agree on are the top three, correct? Yeah, Dav- Davenport's, Davenport's he's back nip, up there. at Huddy's He's back heels. in the top five. Yeah. Um, but there really isn't. Overton's been non-existent. McCready's been non-existent. Madden's getting a little bit quicker, but he's not there yet. Oh. So you're not. You don't have. It's it's those guys. So I I don't think he. I don't think he really cares. He might not. He might say, you know what, the hell with it. I don't give a shit. This is what I'm doing. And maybe, my he, gig. like I said, maybe he is more concentrate or concentrated locally with the with the crate stuff. Um, because there are a lot of crate rockets down there. There definitely is. You see a lot more crate rockets than you do the Longhorns. Yeah, um, but who knows? I don't. I don't think he cares. He may. He might not. He's care. been around for so long. Oh, hey, I gotta right? have a. Um, I went to uh, last Thursday. I went to Jackson. Yep, yep the World yep. Outlaw Sprint Cars. Yep. First night of the Echo Jackson Nationals. Is that the first time you ever been there? Yeah. Okay. I heard how great it was. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to 25 probably World All Sprint Car shows. It wasn't the bottom. It wasn't the bottom five, but it wasn't the top half. Yeah, somewhere between six and twelve. Were you, were you there the night both cars slipped out of the? No, that was Friday. No, there was only one guy rolled on Thursday night. It was oh. kind of G-rated. So the Friday night was when the two guys went over the yeah, wall. Yeah, Friday oh, night okay. we got wild. Um, so I heard about how great this place was. Oh, it's so nice. And it's Same nice. owner as Houston's, right? Yep. Todd Quaring, yep. Jim Nealon told me, oh, he goes, once you go to Jackson, you'll never want to go nowhere else. So I get there. I'm like, oh, okay. I figured, figured probably Todd Quaring bought it. Get in there. You pull up into town. It's in the fairgrounds, you know. Not a very big town. No, not a real big town. 3,500 people. And it looks like this. It, it looks pretty impressive from the road. They got a great huge freaking grandstand and i mean it, it, it looks pretty impressive so you get to the ticket window you buy your ticket which by the way it took me a half an hour to get a ticket because they have a 1992 freaking pos system evidently <laughs> shit show near, near, Every, near, near, everybody's freaking mad near, yeah near, dial near, up near. internet <laughs> plugged into 17 backup modems to try to get a line to go through <laughs> it was it was bad so we get in there, and uh, of course, after that, hot laps are already starting. So I took my grandson, so me and Ryder, we went up and sat down. Really, really nice bleachers. Like, they're the, they got the the curved ass in them, so they're not, like, sitting on the plank. You could sit on them things for Was three Was it plastic, hours. or? No, they're aluminum and that, that uh, I think, I think they're plastic backrests. Okay. They're, they're, they're nice. Really nice grandstand. The way it was set up was nice. It was elevated up, so the the first row would be the equivalent of about row eight or nine of Viking Speedway, how high it was. So that was good. Um, the VIP suites they put on top of that thing are freaking phenomenal, top shelf. They they got an elevator going up the back of them nice. to get up there. I mean, it's pretty taji. And after that, it's just your typical shithole dirt track in southern Minnesota. <laughs> I mean. The racing, the racing wasn't that good. It was pretty much average all weekend, wasn't it? It really yeah. was. I mean, 
my grandson thinks sprint cars are the coolest freaking thing since sliced bread. He even said on the way home, he goes, I thought the race would have been a little bit better. And I'm like, yeah, I said it wasn't great. You know, um, track prep spot on. Yeah. Well, mean, did they did they get a whole bunch of rain down there before? Because the why was the bottom so wet? Because they know how to prep a racetrack. Well, I get that, but it's it was too wet. No, it and it made it too it was, dirty. It was perfect. It wasn't dirty at all. It was the middle was dirty. Mm-mm. You couldn't run the middle. Thursday night. Thursday night was about perfect. You could go anywhere you wanted to go. The problem was, shots and McFadden were so fast on the freaking yeah, cushion they were. they were gone. Yeah, it. They're just that racetrack. That's really not a sprint car. How track. flat is it? It's not as flat as it looks. No, no, no. It's it's got it's got more bank than Knoxville. It's a lot less than Houston's. Somewhere in between, like I don't know. I'm trying to think of a three eighths track around here that's got similar banking. To well, that. it's a little more. It's a little more sweepier corners, right? Oh, it's fast because it used to be the well five eighths. Well, it's, they, it's four tenths now, but it's 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 not clippy. I mean, you get on that cushion and you can sail that baby. I mean, it's it's not stop and go at all, and that's honestly. I and I know it's in sprint cars. Is it like country. a bigger Madison? Yeah, but it's not as banked as much. But and it's not as paper clippy as the old Monty, it, is it's, it? It's not as paper clippy as I ninety four is. What about you, the old Monty? No, it's not as paper. It's it's more it's more shaped like the half mile. Yeah, it's it's just it's shaped, tighter. Yeah, it's just tighter and smaller and not banked as much. Um, dude, they got one hell of an inside berm on that place. Yes, they do. Big, Big time. time, yeah. Which is look like keeps the, things interesting. Looks like the uh, chili bowl deal, you know, when they're jumping up off the inside berm. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was. I, I would really, I, I hope they get the Luke Soil late models back there again. Because if they get the Luke Soil late models back there, I'm definitely going to go to that race. We were going to go there three years ago, and it rained out right when we were going to pull out yeah. of the driveway. We were going to yeah. go. I would. I think that would be excellent. I think it's a better late model track than a sprint car track. Honestly, I think IMCA stock cars would be freaking awesome on it. Um, nice place. Worst freaking concessions ever. Crowd good. Crowd was really yeah. good. I'd say they probably had six or seven thousand on a Thursday night. A lot of sprint car people down there. Yeah they they had a three they had a three quarter sold out on on Thursday night. So what they have? Did they have the three hundred five? Yes. Was it the three hundred five nationals or no? Or is that later? Just, it was just race savers. No, they're done because they that moved was. The- that was their last night. Oh, they already did because they moved. Jackson the, is done for the year. They did the three hundred. They do the three hundred five nationals in Jackson now. They yeah. moved it from Knoxville a few years back. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, then I told so. Then Jim, I get back and Jim says, "What'd you think of Jackson?" I said, "I said I don't know, Jim." I said honestly, I said, "I said I wasn't impressed." I said I don't know what you saw in the place. Then he says. Well, you're just being kind of an ornery dink. <laughs> so he went down there Saturday. Him and another guy went down there Saturday. He calls me Sunday morning. And he goes, he goes, oh, you weren't being a dink. He goes, you called a spade a shovel. He goes, right? I don't know what in the hell happened to that place in the last two years, but he goes, it ain't the same place I went to. Hmm. So I don't know. It was, it was fine. I, I wish they had those bleachers everywhere because you could sit for five hours and you wouldn't care. Right. But that That's was nice. the high. That That's was the nice. highlight of yeah. it. Yeah. So I think they're um, World Outlaw Sprint Cars are coming up this area this weekend. They are. Right? They're in Forks on Friday, Red River Valley Saturday, and then nothing. Right? Is that the only two That's they're doing? It. 
That's it. And then they head out west. Are they heading? They're heading to Cali. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're gone for the year. All the national touring series are gone for the year after this weekend. So, right. If you want to go uh, watch sprint cars, you can motor your ass up to North Dakota and uh, watch them, or you're going to be watching them on TV till. What next are they June. running Saturday with uh, NLRA? The late models. NLRA, just like they always do. Is that? Is it a makeup show from Ada again, or are they? Or is it, <laughs> yeah. Or is it a makeup show from Devil's Lake or Greenbush or? I don't know. They're gonna <laughs> another unwritten rule. Just yeah. make stuff up as you go. Yeah, I can't wait. I have Billy's unwritten rules. What are you gonna say about that? <laughs> I I don't know. I just I'm not. I don't I don't get that. I don't. I get it, but I don't. And I get it's an NLRA deal, and I get the deal, but. Then you, the problem is, then you award national points for that deal. They don't have to do that. So, Minnesota can do whatever discretion they want with that. And honestly, those guys don't give a shit about it anyway. Well, no, they're but, there for the money. No, but then there are national points too. When you run a TPO, mopped them up and ah, whatever. I don't know. I'm, taking I'm, taking people out. I'm not a fan. From did they allow? TPO. So did they allow people from Ada with their ticket stub to get in free to Red River Valley? I'd assume. I'd assume. At least, hopefully, the fans got to do that. Because I'm sure there, there's some crossover fans Well, I'm there. sure. There's I mean, no if you wanted to drive over there and you had a ticket stub and it was from that race, I'm well, sure they would. Hopefully, they did that anyway, so you could at least watch. Uh, I don't think Bitker was being a dick by doing it. I think Bitker was trying to trying no. to cater, try to have the best of both worlds. I 100% get what he was trying to do. I don't do, fault but. him one bit. No. I mean, there's some procedural things that are that come into question. Well, that that's the issue. It's like, now all of a sudden, well, I'm going to rain on here. Ah, that's cool. So just don't do national points. It's pretty simple. Let's see, right. Just do your NLRA points and have that race, pay it out, and do whatever. So. Hey, did you have a did you have a booth at the fair this year? We did. You did. Did your guys get hungry? No way. <laughs> I got a word from somebody that uh, you were supposed to bring them corn dogs and you didn't or something. Oh, it's called bribery. <laughs> do you know what bribery is? Uh, I do to bribe my kid to do shit every day no they were mad because um <laughs> they all rode in with brett to get in the fair but they only he, brett only had the pass <laughs> so it's a car and brett and then everybody else had to pay and they're like well we're going to work the booth well it doesn't work that way it's whoever it, I, whatever okay so then they're all mad so i'm like oh, i'll buy you a corn dog okay nah that's it's called bribery that's how that stuff works. They, I'm sure they were hungry. There's a there's a cheese curd and a walking taco stand right next. Yeah, to Yeah, but place. if they had to give them eight and a half bucks to get into the scam house, and then they had to go spend another ten on whatever was there, it's the them fair. young bucks probably didn't have no money. They stop. were there to they were there to work and make money, not spend it. Before you go to the fair, you just stop at Bremer Bank, go see Roger Blank. You take out a loan and you go to the fair. No, what you do that's is you just works. don't go to the fair. Well, no, you just don't go to the that's fair. That's No fun. I went to the fair. That's good. I'm glad you gave money. You I su- didn't. You got to support all them people and the vendors. No. And get- yes, that's it's their- smaller every year, Crows, and they keep them. charging more money. Oh, no, go support them. If I want to support them. I'll just go to their business and buy something from them. I don't need to go to the fair. Dude, you don't have the cheese curd stands not out on the corner out here, dude. I got there's better cheese curds at the freaking half mile every Saturday no. night. They're no. the same. No, not not better than Craig and Brings old rig. Okay, well I'll give you that. It's, there you go. I'll give you that one. No, I'm not. Paying. Yeah, not the grease bombs down in, in the first one. You got to go to Craig and Brings yeah. old rig. Yeah, I know that's that's good stuff. The only thing I the only thing I miss about the fair is Wiccan's footlongs. It's the only thing I miss. 
I guess where I got my first corn dog right there. We'll go down to Wiccan's. Yeah, I always have gone down there. Yep, that's where we go. Get our. You walk all the way down. Cause they're in the same spot everywhere every year. Derby right. Derby turnout was phenomenal. Derby turnout was phenomenal. That was the most phenomenal event at the fair. Brandon uh, was working hard. I heard everybody was working hard. Yeah, everybody was pretty much working hard. Had a couple uh couple minor injuries. <laughs> oh, just minor ones? A couple of broken hands, a couple blood vessels popped. Yeah. Some girl in the autocross just decided to she got a little shook up and dropped. <laughs> I heard uh, that. She was fine, but well, there was a <laughs> you know those autocross people that you know you once once you get in the car, you're all pumped up. Yep. But once you start going, you, you, your blood's pumping, the adrenaline's going, and there was a 64 car pileup going into well, <laughs> was that been going into turn one at the autocross? They're all piled up on the inside wall. She was in a minivan, right? I suppose she was in a minivan, and they threw the red right away because there was steam and stuff, tires and bumpers laying everywhere, and she got out and did the old. The old wobble. Oh, she did the punch drunk? Like the bowling pin, you know, waiting yep. to go down. Yeah. <laughs> and then, boom, she dropped. But she just, she was a little a little rattled. But no, it was fun. Great. Thanks for all the fans for coming out. And it was a really good show. Um, all the classes put on a heck of a show. That's that's the main part. You got to make sure there were some drivers that, you know, the guy that won the four grand, the stock big cars, yeah. he came with a brand new car. And he it didn't leave brand new. Laid he the laid the wood. I heard it was the highlight of the fair from everybody. Yeah, no, it was it was really Said good. It was probably the best the best derby they've seen at Viking Speedway, probably ever. As far as the way it ran, the quality of the cars, just the entertainment factor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a COVID derby where there was 160 cars yeah. that showed up. Or whatever. You're never going to see that anymore. No, but that's too much anyway. Yeah, but yeah, two hours and 45 minutes, yep. efficiently run, well ran, put together, hard hitting. Yeah, sounds like everybody did a good job and. That's good. Yeah. No, that went real well. So, um, yeah, this weekend's pretty much uh, mostly season championships on the line across the boards everywhere. Um, obviously, tonight's the um, the Moonshine Mod Tour Championship finale. Is. Um, what's your – who'd you take? I already I'm, took Brady. I, uh, I, I took, I, it's it's going to be Brady because Brady's going to get second. Like he's got second <laughs> how many times? That, I know, picked him to win the race, no, he's not gonna and win he's the winning the Moonshine Tour. No. He's he's not gonna he's not gonna win the race. He's gonna get second, two. But TPO, uh, right? TPO, yep. Because and Brady's faster than TPO, but Brady's way too nice. Brady should have beat TPO twice in that tour already, and he was too nice to him both times. Yeah, Zach Johnson should have beat him, and he was too nice to him. You gotta, <coughs> you gotta treat that guy the way he treats you, and he don't give anybody any room. Yep. <laughs> so that's tonight out in Lisbon. Um, you can hop on uh, Dirt Race Central and watch that. Um, check out the format. It's basically a head-to-head deal, revenge draw. Um, hopefully Damn. it turns out. Hopefully they get some fans out there. Hopefully it's a great race. Um, and hopefully it turns. Hopefully it comes down to the last it's lap. Freaking hot. Hopefully it comes down to the last lap and they're side by side coming to the checkered. Right. Well, that's uh, the pro- that's what everybody wants to see. Um, but yeah, other than that, season championships everywhere else. <laughs> Uh, Kids Night Season Championship at Viking. I think uh, I 
swallowed a furball. Dan, Dan needs to change filters. Yeah. <laughs> you put a little thicker filter on those marbs you're smoking yeah, over Yeah, yeah. You want to see me tip over, just give me a cowboy killer these days, this day and age. <laughs> I think I'm still trying to digest all that freaking humidity and shit in the air when we were out golfing in the fog yesterday. Oh, boy. <laughs> Brandon, 6.45 a.m. tea time we had. Well, the first, it the, was the first four holes weren't bad. It, and when it got, when the sun started trying to get up and burn it off, it, it got, got worse. worse. The fairways were completely covered. They were fine. They were all due. What was misting? I came around. I was like, what the hell? The air was so heavy. It was, it was basically raining mist. We're hitting balls like on lines we normally hit balls and you can't find them because they're in the shit. It, like if you hit the ball 275 off the tee. You weren't going, it wasn't going not one foot farther, further than 240. Is that error? <laughs> it, it was like trying to hit a golf ball through freaking peanut butter. It was. God, it was heavy. That was fun, though. And, um, yeah. But then by the time we, all the tourists were out there, didn't know what hole they were on or where to tee off or. Sidiots. They were, <laughs> they were every which way. We, and we had to get out of there. So no, it worked out good. It was good. We were, no, we got there right at 645, grabbed cart, teed off, away we went. We got our, uh, yeah, we got about 50 holes in this week. I think it was that many? Yeah, I bought it right on the nuts, actually. 18, 36. Yeah, we, we played 50. Yeah, we played five yesterday on the back, and we left. So we played 50. Played 14. Yeah, we did. Exactly yeah. 50. Yeah. yeah, right on, right on, right on. So where are you heading this weekend? What's what's on the agenda? Well, it depends. Maybe nowhere. Um, it depends what time when I'm going to head up north, because I'm heading up north for the week, next week. My wife's got started vacation, started today, doesn't go back to life. Walker, Texas Ranger, is that where you're going? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not sure. It's hard to say. It depends on the weather, actually. It's going to depend on if it's going to be in the 70s on Saturday up in Walker. I'm probably yeah. going to take off on Saturday and go up there. Right on. And then the plan is I'll probably stay up there. If it, if it works out. I'll probably come back like next Friday because I want to be. It's our wedding anniversary next Thursday, so she wanted to go like up in Duluth <laughs> and Apostle Islands and shit like that. Well, you know me, I always got the computer running. Next Thursday also happens to be the uh, Silver One Thousand. So if we could do the Apostle Islands and all that crap up there on Thursday morning and get a hotel room in uh, Duluth, you know where I'm going to be on Thursday night. Take her shopping during the day. She don't shop. Then go to Proctor. She don't shop. She just wants to be outside and see some shit she ain't seen before. We don't shop, go. dude. We just buy shit on Amazon now because nobody's <laughs> ever got nothing in the store anyway. Right. True. That is true. That is so, true. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know. So, the answer is I don't know. And yeah. If we're going to do, if we're gonna do uh, this next week, I'm going to be a remote guy. Yeah. I don't know what, um, like I said, the sprint cars are out this way. The world all uh, late models are at Davenport, correct? For three. That starts tonight. Oh, shit. That does start tonight. Um, And then the Lucas Uh Oil late models are at Georgetown and then Port Royal this weekend for two. So So I'm split screening tonight between Lisbon and Davenport. I ain't going to Lisbon. And Lucas is running tonight. 
My old ass can't handle North Dakota heat and this kind of humidity. It's supposed to be really warm out there? Yeah. Like how warm? 86, 87, and the humidity is just as bad humidity as here. It's just stupid right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, well, last year Evan and I went out there. It was 96 degrees when we got there. We left here. It was like 82. We got there. It was 96. It was just hot as shit. I mean, just brutal. And, but it wasn't like last summer wasn't just welding booth all the time. Like this summer, so I, I could deal with it. I've had my fill of that crap for this year. I'm done. It's bad. Nope. Done sweating. September 15th. Come on. Get here. <laughs> <laughs> fat, fat guys in hot weather don't, no. don't mix. And <laughs> no. <laughs> we need a hockey season soon, right? Well, yeah, I suppose. Well, that's going to be boring too because you ain't going to be able to fight now. No, we still fight. They haven't banned you yet? Nope. They're not going to this year. They'll wait till next year. No. Yeah, but you get a 10-minute, you get a game of misconduct if you do, right? Just just that game. You that's can come still, back the next game. That's still dumb. Do you, yeah. th- there's no such thing as beat and rally anymore? No. That's bad. Pretty soon they're going to be out there with toothpicks and freaking figure skates, Kraus. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, they're going to, well, there's no checking in peewees. That's Which gonna, dumb. They'll move that to Bantams, and then they'll just keep moving. And yeah, when that kid got hurt, when that kid got hurt, and they changed that rule, they should have went the other way. They should have had checking and squirts, so they would have got used to contact before they got huge. They went the wrong way. Get kid used to get kids used to contact when they're seventy exactly. pounds, not hundred and seventy. Well, pounds. the problem is the big thing is now. I was thinking about this the other day when they, um, you know, it's no different than football. You take you take checking out of peewees. What happens? You stop teaching it. You stop Correct. coaching it. You know what I mean? Oh, wait. Let's wait till they get older. Well, Bantams now are going to teach it. No, it's you got to start when you're younger. Bantams is the worst time to learn it because you got guys that weigh a hundred pounds and you got guys that yeah, weigh one hundred and seventy pounds. It's, it's the most dangerous time to do that. Most usually everybody's you're not going to get a couple. You're going to get a couple months, a couple onsays out there like the kid from Japan pitching for the. Little League World Series now was eighteen, dude. I've been watching that the last <laughs> the last three nights. That's all I watched TV on TV was Little League World Series. I'm not shitting you. I don't know what happened. Number one, they're all huge, and they're 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 all twelve, according to their birth certificate. <laughs> the The talent level is in the last five years. Has jumped four levels. Yeah, these kids. I'm. I'm sorry, but I have no interest in watching a major league baseball game when the little league world series is on. These kids are that good. It's been fun to watch. They're freaking phenomenal. Really fun to watch. And you know what? You know, it's really, it's really enjoyable to watch because it's not about a contract. It's not about an endorsement mm-hmm. deal. They're doing it because they're having fun. Yep. And. You don't see that on TV anymore. No. So yeah, it's then that's on tonight too. Fuck, I'm gonna have to go get three or four more TVs on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go buy a couple. Thirty-two inches are only a hundred bucks. Thirty-two. Let's go. 30, dude, you see these glasses? I can't see thirty-two oh, anymore. Uh, I need like fifty-fives, man. That's true. Because then I could, yeah. If I put a if I put a stick on each one, I'd have to. How talk, many connections you got? Though? I only got three. I have to do a little sw- swindling with Brando. Off. Build the spread. Nah. I'll just watch. I'll just. I've had five going at once. I only got four. I'm sure. I'm sure I could get away with it. I pay for three, and I usually got one going. So, is that how that works? I guess. 
I guess. All right, sponsor roll, Cross. There we have it. Sponsor roll. Yeah, you got to do the sponsor roll. Shopbeanstock.com for all your dirt podcast apparel. And don't text her or email her because she's busy. She's really busy. She's behind. Not much, but I think it it, it's, it wasn't too long. I think five to seven business days you're going to get it, which is about yeah. what? That's faster than anything else these days. It's all, so. the, it's all the dirt podcast merch. It's backing her up. Hop on shopbeanstock.com. Wonder if I got to text Loveday see if he got a shipment up there. If that thing they get, they probably got to the border and they're like dirt podcast. Well, they couldn't. The they couldn't see through the smoke. They couldn't deliver it to them. <laughs> so that uh, order over the border. That's pretty cool. And then um, elevate visual dot com. I think. Uh, what were you doing the other? Were you online doing something the other day, Brandon? What, what the? What did I see? No, I gave you a reference. Did you get a call? What the heck? I'm mad right now. Someone was up on Facebook looking for um, property flyover, blah, blah, blah. It was Jake Furno. You know Jake Furno? Parents own. Mom owns Raleigh Sales and Service. Um, he was looking for something, and I texted him right away. I said, hey, get hold of Brandon from Elevate Visual. But you never heard nothing from him? Well, what the hell? I had to get on that. So make sure you got any video production, um, real estate, drone anything like that needing a video done get a hold of elevate-visual.com um then also special thanks to um team redline graphics uh the tamman boys over there getting us our stickers and uh, mr ryan flatten uh, hopefully we'll see him over here uh wonder what, hopefully he'll, you think he'll come over here labor day weekend We're probably have to get him over here he probably will are you gonna be here labor day weekend you and thorsted are having a no, no, no. No 40 off. Yes. No, nope, not happening. It's, it's coming nope. to an end. Absol- 2023, nope. we're crowning nope. a 40 champion. No, no, You and no, Thorstead no, no, are tied no. right now. This It's coming to an end. You know what might happen? You don't end in a tie. You know what Bud might happen? Seelig. You don't no, end in no, a tie. No, no, no. Listen, you know what might happen Labor Day weekend? Old uh, dedicated listener and moonshine connoisseur Bromwich might be coming to town. <laughs> so you're going to have a moonshine off? No, there's no such thing as a moonshine off. <laughs> you think there's a moonshine off? You're a rookie. <laughs> that shit will put you in a coffin. So he's coming up here? He might be. Bush got a new camper. He said he might be coming to the half mile Labor Day weekend. All right. Did he get a shirt yet? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask him. He's going to have to order one. I don't know. I, I chat with him back and forth on the old the old interweb once in a while, but he like goes to work at three thirty in the morning. So you got to get him by eight o'clock at night or he's, he's sleeping. He's sacked out. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. 40 off. What's that? Dan Kalina versus Jamie Thorstead in the 40 channel. And I just found something out too. You know, them corral dishes that are indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. They break <laughs> my wife. My wife just sent me a message that the old Oakley, the arfing dog, just uh, dismantled one this morning oh, in the boy. house, so my wife's happy on her first day off already. Oh, boy. Let the games begin. <laughs> so um, so Mr. Tie Man over there, Dan, he's going to end in a tie, Brandon. Mr. I, An- Mr. Anti-Tie. I can't freaking drink Just going to give everybody and, a dude, participation reward. Here you go. I'm just going to go drink furniture polish. <laughs> What's the difference? Exactly. You're the one that drank six of them to begin oh, with. Oh, my God. See, if Blair, it's, you know, we're going to blame this all on Blair. If he went to it ran is, out. It's Blair's fault. If we went to ran out, you would have had seven. You'd yeah. be the champion. I was, I was, go- I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to lose. My kids told me, he was like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, well, you're going to win. I go, yeah, I guess go to the cooler and give me the last one. He's like, there's no more in here. I said, bullshit. He goes, 
No, it's gone. Well, I guess you're going to have to drink about seven frickin' bush lights to equal another one, so... <laughs> we did. Uh, poor camper. Yeah, poor camper. Yeah. All right, folks, well, there you have it. Yeah, hop on Dirt Race Century and watch everything. Make sure you get on out to... Uh, Support your local tracks. Stay tuned to the Facebook page for uh, Billiam updates. Yeah, we got another tech update coming from Billiam this week, I think. Um, and um, that's uh, my co-host Dan uh, for Brandon on production. I'm Jeff, and we will see you on the flip side.